still on the road. <clears throat> Quick idea. Um, going back to the Republican communist uh, commune idea, which I don't know. I feel like that needs a better name, but um, I don't know. There, there are two ways to like make a product, right? One is I could go on Amazon and buy buy one or whatever, you know. The second way could be like making it yourself, and for that it's like it's kind of difficult to create like specialized machinery, right? And like make stuff, uh, I don't know, make stuff from scratch. But what if, um, what do you call it? What if you had plans, you had schematics for a ton of different uh, things, right? Like, you had schematics for how to build, uh, like, a, some sort of, like, like let's say a, a CPU type of, I don't know, some computer part or something like that. And you had, like, a, a circuit board print, printing machine and other stuff. And you could just click that into, uh, I guess, and you had, like, some sort of, um, like, a step-by-step methodical kind of, like, first you do this, then you do this, then you do this. And you could kind of, uh, you could... You'd have, like, ways of doing it yourself that's more accessible. Because right now, people can do that, and I guess guides for stuff exist, but people aren't really taught how to build stuff. People don't really know how to build stuff either, um, for the most part. They don't have experience. But if if you normalize, like, getting people to manufacture stuff, you could, I think you could get into a... I don't know. You could probably eliminate a lot of consumer products um, and just have people build them in, like, their their communes kind of micro-factory. Like, I don't know. You could probably build a flashlight yourself. You could definitely build, like, most furniture you need yourself. Um, you could definitely... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, let's... Let me look around. You could probably make your own clothing at these places. Uh, you could probably, and you could probably automate that process too, like an automatic uh, sewer, automatic cutting thing. Who knows? That, that seems like it would be a cool idea. Um, you could probably CNC mill out like a pair of glasses, right? Like that could that could be pretty nice. Um, like glasses frames. I guess the lenses would be specialized, but. Uh, any structural thing you could you could do yourself pretty easily, I think. Um, uh, what else? But anyway, yeah. And and I I definitely think that you can't do everything with this, but I think you could you could I don't know you could make you could make more th- like if you had communities with like like small manufacturing centers. I don't know. You could probably do a lot with that, probably. You could probably make a lot of stuff, do a lot of repairs. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is a stupid idea. But maybe it's smart. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? One, one more thing. We need, uh, <clears throat> we need, uh, we need to uh, have architecture that can withstand disasters better. Like tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes maybe even nuclear bombs like uh 
I don't know. Underground. People don't really consider underground housing, but it seems to me like it would be a great option. Um, because you wouldn't be destroying like nature on top of like topside nature to build your house. Not necessarily. Um, underground, uh, structures are naturally is it insulated. Um, and they have a pretty much a, a constant temperature of, of I think negative 40 degrees or no, not negative 40, 40, 40 degrees, uh, Fahrenheit. So in the summer, you could it would help cool the house down, and in the winter, it would help heat the house up. Um, just by having that constant forty degree temperature around you, um, I mean it would prefer, if instead of having to rebuild your your house every single like whenever a tornado strikes, right? You just build this, and you'd like save billions of dollars of infrastructure every year build like an underground kind of city um or or housing complex or something like that anyway i wrote i've written like a paper and did a report on this but it seems to me like it would be a lot more uh achievable than than many people talk about and but i think the only reason why people wouldn't do this is because uh it's not immediately profitable and as i said before uh right now the name of the game is immediate profit as the the sole motivator which is uh i don't know it seems to me like a trait of a dying civilization honestly so <clears throat> maybe sometime in the future people will start building underground houses uh because right now if we have a cme if we have a uh if we have an asteroid strike if we have a nuclear war if we have anything like that like most people will die if not everybody and having literally no backup, having having no system in place that will like pr- protect millions of people from from like uh, a horrible disaster, just seems to me to be like completely ridiculous. Like we should we should have like under some underground cities that ha- can house maybe like a million people across the United States and not just something where oh this is where people go to once that happens like a place where that people are actually use and work in and all that stuff like that I don't know there's really no reason not to except for oh it'll just cost a lot in the short term but I don't know <sighs> who knows who knows maybe maybe we're just we're okay living on the surface and we're okay uh we're okay kind of being reckless and pumping uh co2 into the atmosphere and other emissions and uh kind of being more haphazard but i don't know i think that as our technology increases or as our civilizations end up scaling larger and larger we're gonna have less and less leeway and if humanity doesn't um kind of become more responsible in the way it approaches both tech technology and economic advancement. Um, well, doesn't seem like it's looking good for humanity because we can't just think about, Oh, what are we going to do in the next 10 years? What are we going to do in the next 50 years? Like we should be thinking about like 
10,000 years from now, like a hundred thousand years from now, like a million years from now, like we should, because right, like, like there's no reason why we can't survive that long. Like we, we, we definitely can. But if, if everyone is like being defeatist and says, oh yeah, humanity's going to die. This is the last generation. Da, 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 da. It's like, We won't do that, and we're probably gonna like. We need to develop sustainable systems now, and 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 new new ways of interacting with technology. You know, new moral systems that 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 allow us to interact with technology better. Or else, I don't know. We we keep going down this road. Humanity may very well die out. So, anyway, there's a book on this. It's called The Precipice. I don't know by who, but it's uh it's a pretty good book on on. Uh, kind of the the stakes that we're facing in terms of just the future and uh well i would highly highly advi- uh highly uh recommend that as a uh, as a as a book to read but anyway that's a, that's about it that's about all i had so uh yeah with uh <clears throat> with a few exceptions almost everything around you I guess with the few exceptions of a few people listening to this, perhaps. Um, But almost everything around you is built by other people. Almost everything around you is built by somebody else. Which means... The world can probably... Get along... Just fine without you. As it is right now. But the challenge in knowing that everything around you is built by other people is that you're competing with those other people to make the world way better than what they built. So, like, look at the infrastructure around you. Look at the cars. Look at the products. I mean, it all functions. It all works, you know? And we're all surrounded by incompetence. And we, we see the incompetence, and it's I guess it sometimes can be kind of frustrating that many people are so incompetent, but things still work out, you know? Um, but just seeing how, how much of the world is, is built up, you know, means that there's a lot of competent people out there, and... You're not well. I mean, if you're a very competent person, watch, listening to this, which let me just assume that you are, um, that means that that you're not really competing with, uh, I guess, the, the the people next to you. You know, you're competing with the people who actually built the stuff around you, which means, uh, well, I mean, if you think that you're you're hot shit. And you look at the world around you and you see how it's built. You gotta, you gotta be confident that you, you can at least make some improvement off of what, what, what exists out there. Uh, I don't know. It's just in a, just a flash idea. It's a ramble, but it's something. So I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just interesting to know that. Uh, it's interesting to realize that. Uh, that I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what, I, what my point. I don't know what my point is. It's just an interesting observation, realizing that literally everything around you is built by somebody else. Some real person, some real living human being decided to build all this. 
that wasn't you. And you had no say in decisions on how it was done. And it just is now. And then in the future, you're going to be that somebody who has all that stuff built or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, bro. This is so deep. This is so deep, you know? Other people exist. That's the deepest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my gosh, dude. Whoa. Other people exist? That's crazy. All right. I had a little idea snippet. This is going to be a ramble, but <clears throat> bear with me. Um, uh, shoot. Let me think. Oh, yeah. So my thought is if with, with regard to Christianity, um, seems to me like there's an implicit uh, like big focus in, 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 in the Bible and in just the I don't know, in what God wants um, from humanity that, uh, that, that all of this stuff is um, well God expects humanity to figure everything out like if you, I think, I think reading the Bible and, 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 and kind of taking it seriously and, um, like accepting it as kind of like, like, you know, a valid doc document by God. You also, I think it's, it's safe to also understand that this is like a, a document written by people. Like it's divinely inspired, but written by people. And at, at the end of the day, like, I think you understand that human, human nature, I think, or human history, I think, is like, I think it's over a hundred thousand years old, maybe even a million years old. And in all of this time, it took, it took, it took like tens of thousands of years for us to develop or for, for people to develop a, a, a oral tradition that eventually became inscribed in, in the, uh, the books of the Bible. Um, well, to develop that culture, that tradition, and I guess also the, the people which are, or the, the chosen people of the, uh, of the Israelite, Israelites to kind of like be the, uh, you know, be the, be the, the keepers of the message of the, uh, of the Bible. Um, it took thousands of years for that to happen. And, and you could say, oh, just God told them that. And I guess that is, that is, that is part of it. But I, I would also say that potentially, like, this happened over the course of just, like, evolution, trial and error. People started, people learned what was right and wrong, um, and, and that society, like, ended up surviving and besting everyone else. And then that's how they became the chosen people. Um, I, I think that it's, it could be reasonable to, to, to say that. Um, and, and once, once kind of that level was attained, uh, I guess you had God kind of stepping in and, and, uh, really like, kind of like saying, okay, you guys are ready. Now it's time for us to, you know, like, um, how would you say it? Like, uh, how would you say it? Like, um kickstart yeah I guess kickstart uh, the uh, the advancement of humanity potentially I don't know um, I guess you had Abraham who was div divinely inspired by God but like I mean you had Noah too and I, I guess I don't know 
Maybe maybe this maybe this is legit. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. But uh, point is that that could be something. But also, like God didn't say, "Oh, here's how you do scientific things. Here, here here's how you do this. Oh, this is the answer to that, and this is the answer to this." Like, um, and then many atheists say, "Oh, yeah. Why didn't he just say that? And why didn't he just tell you all the science and give you the cheat codes?" But it's like, well, I don't know. If you understand what the future is going to be or look like, kind of. Um, or maybe, maybe not the completeness of it, but just like having, if you if you know the potential of humanity, like may like and and you know the, the kind of the dialectical process of reality, the fact that like, you know things need to go through these stages and go need to, things need to have a process to them, like I don't know it, it doesn't it does I don't think it follows that uh, that people necessarily need to uh, how would you say it. Um, I don't think it follows that God should have just told everyone, and that's 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 the, the right thing to do. I think you know one of the facts of reality is that a lot of reality is suffering, you know, and uh, well, I don't know. There's a there's a there's a purpose for suffering, you know. Like <clears throat> the, the the biggest lessons are learned through suffering. Mo- many. Uh, much of the time, um, suffering leads to, uh, I don't know, can lead to tremendous growth, um, I don't know, sometimes only through suffering do, uh, do things change, I don't know, so, so I think, um, I don't know, it makes perfect sense that, 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 that if Christianity is true, um, that, that, that you wouldn't have some weird, like, uh, scientific revelation with this as well. And I think that, 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 that the purpose of Christianity and, and the divine, like, um, input into it is, uh, is moral because morality is, well, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, let's, uh, Next up, morality being an aesthetic uh, thing. So morality, like, I think in modern philosophy, modern analytic philosophy, they try and, like, get it down to calculus and, like, like what do you call it? The, like, um, what was it called? Like, the philosophy of hedonism and uh, utilitarianism and, like, other things like that. Where it's like, oh, yeah, let's calculate out the right answer and... Uh, bringing a calculator to, uh, to your ethics class or whatever. Um, and I don't think that's, that's not the way morality is. Morality, well, number one, I think Kant, well, like one of the ideas of Kant is that pure reason in and of itself is a, uh, is insufficient for finding truth. That's number one. And, uh, which, which my, my take on that is that you need to have a, uh, well, you need to have kind of a worldview and a, and a set of assumed truths before you can start, like, playing around with those and saying, okay, what is, what are, what are the next steps from this? What follows? Because, I mean, if, uh, I mean, there, there are some, there are some, like, very deep-seated different beliefs that, that, that different people have that will completely shape what they find to be true and what they find not to be true. Like, 
for example, I guess, like, I don't know, in the abortion thing, like, I, I don't exactly know if, if they really believe this, but, like, they say that, oh, yeah, well, the, the, the thing, the fetus isn't, doesn't feel anything, and it's not thinking, and it's not a lot, it's not alive, it's not a person, or whatever, um, and from that belief, from that assumption, uh, they allow, like, a flowering, like, kind of, like, set of, like, arguments and reasons for why abortion is good and da 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 uh, more acceptable or should, should not be elite criminalized or whatever. Um, but you take a, the different belief, the belief that, that life starts at conception, and you have a much different set of outcomes. And you have both of these sides kind of like knocking their heads against each other, and none of them will change because the fundamental belief is different. And, and essentially, if you use reason... You can use reason to justify anything. You can use reason to justify fucking anything. And you can't... I, I will say that you can't come to a... Uh, uh, a con- uh, I don't know how they say it, but like... Uh, I don't think there are many or any conclusions you can come to that, that, that don't re- require a belief set before it. Um, especially for morality. Um, from my understanding of morality, and, and you'd have to look at like all like pagan cult pagan cultures like like look at look at Japan for example I mean because this is this is one where I have a where I have a, a, a historical source I've read on it a primary source but I know for 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 a fact that that in in in, in Japan um pre pre-exposure to the west and Christianity like abortion was like a like a commonplace thing like people would were, were very promiscuous I from my understanding or um and uh and and if, if if the woman got pregnant, then uh, w- once the baby was born, they just it would be commonplace for for them to just step on the the ch- ch- uh, the, the child's neck until it, it died as their form of like birth control. So, like before the exposure to the tenets of of like Christianity, right? Um, like you see this everywhere, like very 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 barbaric like disgusting cultures and practices that that are considered just like 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 reprehensibly evil but but to them was considered normal um and 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 I will say this like like and then you just look at like Europe post Christianity pre Christianity it was this the same thing like like people didn't accept these these things as 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 their belief system right and um, and you just had like very, very different societies just because they believed a different thing. And this is why belief in Christianity is such an important thing. It's not about, oh, you, you do, do you do all the right things? Do you do all this? It's like, that's important, right? But it's not the, the primary concern. It says John 3.16 is, uh, um, believe on, basically it's believe in Christ and you'll be saved. It doesn't say like anything else, it's believe on Christ and you'll be saved. And that, that just means you, you believe in what Christ is, which is, I mean, you, you, Lynn, uh, I don't exactly know what the, what the passage is, but Christ says that he is the way, the truth, and life. And, and you could say, oh, it's just a hand-wavy thing. But, but the thing with the Bible is you need to, like, if you're going to read it, you can't just, like, gloss over things like that. You have to say, okay, what does he mean? The way, the truth, and life, the life, like, you have to really, like, look into that deeply and say, like, okay, what, is, what, is, what does that mean? Jesus himself is the way, you know, the way of, of morality, the, the, the good path, you know, like, 
the 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 truth the concept of truth like truth itself the truth behind like existence you know and life i mean then that's that it like all like all these concepts are very interesting if you kind of like look at well yeah and 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 to say that that is like god you know the way the truth in life or at least an aspect of god is pretty interesting um what's the point here point is uh, actually well, let's see where, where, where did we get from that oh yeah um belief being central to all this like <clears throat> oh she was the original point i'm forgetting what the original original point is but um the point is that believing trumps everything else and uh and um uh what do you call it like uh you can say hey uh well, yeah, well anyway in the enlightenment there was the idea that you know we should just find we should discard everything else we should try and find uh, a system to describe all of reality by going to the very very deepest truth we can possibly find and then building up like logically kind of like layering that up brick by brick upwards to see what what reality is really sitting on and this is Descartes um right the uh I think therefore I am. And and then he tried to create an entire system based off of that. It's like, oh okay, this is the, 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 the fundamental logical thing that you can logical supposition, right? And then I'm gonna build everything off of that. And and the enlight the project of the enlightenment is a is a failure. Like this is obvious. Um and I mean it, it's like you can't you can't build a system based off of one thing. It's like it goes it's turtles all the way down and turtles all the way up like there's no real infinity all the way down infinity all the way up you can't really come up with a a system based off of just pure logic um so point here is that given the fact that you you need it you can't build a system based off of pure logic given that belief is extremely important it's pretty important to find to to really hone in on what set of beliefs you should believe in right if you can't logically figure it out and uh and if 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 having a different set of if having a bad set of beliefs will lead to you stepping on your little kid's neck because you wanted to have sex um choosing what you believe matters a whole lot not just in terms of like the metaphysics of christianity but in terms of just like the real world consequences of it. And you all also look at the world before Christianity. Before Christianity, like the GDP was pretty stagnant. Sure, you had like, oh, impressive building projects across the world, but like that's not really like really advancement. It's uh you're you're creating a structure. Structures are impressive, and that's what they were designed for. They were designed by governments to to give themselves credibility, right? The pyramids, the Colosseum, like the, the, these things aren't things that, that that increase like per capita like livelihood. They don't help people. They are tools to embolden the legitimacy of the state. And from my understanding of it, every single one of these uh, these these great wonders, pre-Christianity, were for that purpose. Post-Christianity, 
is when you actually saw the first major strides in human progress in the entire in history. Like you could say, oh well, da da da. Like, like you you could point to some maybe small technologies here or there, um, in in Greece or Rome or China or whatever. But like they pale in comparison to what happened during the the extremely Christian Renaissance period, the extremely Christian Industrial Revolution, and the extremely Christian like point up to the 1950s, like the the. At, like, you, you got to look at the charts yourself. Like, G, the GDP, which is, let's say, this is just one metric to use, like, it went exponential, completely exponential, which is which has never before been seen in all of human history. And 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 just to say, oh, yeah, you know what, Christianity was at the same time of that. Oh, well, whatever. It's just a coincidence. Is 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 really missing the mark, because we went from literal like human sacrifices all across the world we went from uh like like just horrible morality horrible ethics to most of europe and in many parts of the world suddenly believing in the tenets of christianity and then a huge amount of progress um to say that that's a coincidence or they're not related i don't know it doesn't seem to me to be uh, kind of intellectually honest, um, but the the point is the point is that it matters what you believe, and given that Christianity has like a some some very real fruits from it, you know results. I mean, it, it, it to me at least it gives credibility to the institution. Um, yeah. Anyway. One other idea, I don't know, I'm going to try to explore this, who knows, who knows what it's going to be about. Or actually, you know, I'm going to listen back to the first part of that, that ramble, and I'm going to figure out what the topic was. But the topic, this topic, this next topic, is going to be, uh, uh, Jesus is the bread of life, what does that mean? Okay, I found the point of the last video, of the last, last snippet. So, um, belief is important. Um, but the, the point, the point I was trying to make is that, that, that God, like, okay, well, okay, then why did God need to step in? Why, why can't God just be a, uh, a clockmaker where he built the universe and he just lets it go? Um, so with science, science, it's very clear, like what's good and what's not, you know, it's like you make an observation and then you can describe that observation. I think anyone can do it, Christian or not or whatever. You don't really need a set of beliefs. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess you kind of do. Maybe like, maybe some mathematical assumptions. Um, those have already kind of been given to us. So, I think science will keep progressing no matter what. Um, which is why God didn't need to step in. But for morality, it's much different. Morality, like, okay, modern modern uh, metropolitanists I will call them metropolitanists uh, uh, city dwellers um, uh, urbanists urbanites, urbanites, there we go we'll call them urbanites urbanite leftists Um, but modern urbanites will say uh, fuck, what will they say? oh shoot Uh, oh, they'll say that that, that, that history is is a march forward in the right moral direction and 
I mean, if you read Hegel, you, you might you might say, oh yeah, it is a the right uh, a, a march forward in the right direction. Uh, my understanding of Hegel, I don't think that it. I don't think you can just oh let's apply the dialectic to everything. I don't think that that's how it works. I think I think it applies to human consciousness. I think human consciousness has been like opening up over 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 time, um, and and I think that's what it, that's what the dialectic really describes. Well, it doesn't describe necessarily like morality. I don't think morality is improving. I don't think history is improving. Um, but consciousness is getting bigger. You know, we're understanding more about the world. We're we're doing a bunch of stuff anyway, and I, and I and also I I think that there are things that can maybe reverse the dialectic or make it worse or I, who knows maybe I'm reading Hegel wrong or I didn't read Hegel I learned it from my roommate but point being shoot what's the point uh fuck there's a there's a point in here somewhere um urbanites oh yes so urbanites will say that 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 history is a, is just a constant uh, moral march forward. And, uh, like right now, oh, since the sixties, we've had a, we've, we've learned from our evil ways in the past and now society is more tolerant and accepting and loving and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I will say that no, uh, morality does not develop. And I think morality is pretty straightforward. I think with that being said, I think that best practices are not necessarily morality. Um, like here's the best way to interact with, uh, like tools. Maybe it is, maybe it is. Um, who knows? But morality, morality doesn't necessarily advance. Um, I don't think unless you're, well, unless, unless you're, unless you adhere to the right moral principles, morality will not advance. Um, and my, my point is that like God needed to step in, in, uh, I guess, over the last, the course of the last thousand years, through prophets, through yeah, through prophets and through Christ and everyone else, um, to give us the, the 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 core moral assumptions behind reality, not just the moral assumptions, but like other other life assumptions and such, you know, um, in, in telling yourself, yo, yeah, this is how. Uh, Hold on, is that a is that a sheriff? Highway patrol. Oh fuck me! It's a highway patrol. It's a highway patrol goons. The highway patrol goons on the freeway. I can't pass him, or else I'm gonna be speeding. Now this guy is. I hope, I hope this guy gets pulled over. That would be really funny. Oh yes, yes, yes. He's, he's speeding. He's speeding past the highway patrol. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, come on. Anyway, um, what's the point here? I'm joking. I don't like the highway patrol. Anyway, um, what are we what are we talking about? Oh yeah, so morality doesn't necessarily advance, right? Well, morality doesn't necessarily advance. Uh oh yeah, and God needed to kind of step in and give us the right moral principles because we wouldn't necessarily have come up with them ourselves. I will say. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah, he got pulled over. Oh, man. He was going, like, maybe five miles per hour over the speed limit. Bro, you get out of the way, you fucking asshole. I gotta pull over to the side because you're a fucking stupid state. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck. I, shit. I, I'm for, I forgot. Wait. Uh, 
more oh yeah <laughs> so God stepped in to give us the right moral principles because we it, morality is something that doesn't develop naturally if you don't have the right assumptions and science already has the right assumptions because as a living being creature you need to accept these assumptions in order to survive so uh, science is on its path or whatever um, morality isn't because there are there's a huge set of set of principles that need to be accepted in order for you to make any sort of progress. Uh, maybe it's not a huge, maybe there's just a few, but like you need to accept some of these principles in order for you to make any moral progress at all. Um, so Jesus needed to, to come down, needed to say all this stuff, needed to say, this is what's right. This is what's wrong. Or it's not even, not even that. It's not even, Oh, here's what's right. Here's what's wrong. So it's different ways of kind of viewing reality and ways, ways of like, like, this is neat how you need to act, you know, like love your neighbor, like stuff like that, you know? Um, and, and, uh, uh, what is the point? The point, the point is that, uh, yeah, the point, the point is, oh yes, God needed to step in and give us all these principles. And by giving us these principles, we, um, we could go and begin to make actual human progress because um because if we because morality is good for you spiritually but it's also uh good for you as you live in the world um being moral allows you to uh to you know i mean anyway judge a tree by its fruits morality i think leads to good fruits good things and uh and and it helps you both in in this life and in the next life not necessarily in terms of wealth or anything else but it'll help other it makes the world a better place or else morality wouldn't have a purpose um and and by coming to earth at the time god did giving us the principles that he did he was able to kickstart human uh, evolution, I would say, like um, uh, into 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 a, a greater being instead of just being kind of a low consciousness. Maybe not low consciousness, but like just excuse me, um, low consciousness. No, not low consciousness. What was a or just like not achieving your full potential? Because like if you if you're if you're stepping on your baby's necks, if you're just having sex with not going to continue that but uh like doing 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 the wrong thing you're not going to be advancing and i guess anyway so that's that's probably the purpose purpose of god on earth is to give morality and nothing else because that's up to humans to do and without the dialectical process of of uh of of uh of improvement and the scientific method and all this other stuff, we wouldn't we wouldn't get anywhere, um, and it's a necessary part of advancement. And I would say also, morality can advance if you you have the right principles. I'd say that Christianity has, will, and should continue to advance in the understanding of the principles of Christianity and uh, the uh, and the implementation of them, and and what I guess what readings of the Bible should, should be out there. Cause it's not just, Oh, I read the Bible. I know what it is. It's like, no, it's like, 
if you really believe that it's like it's true, then it should have infinite complexity in terms of how it should, could be interpreted or, or applied or, or and things like that. So, um, and I think it, it very well much does. So, if someone says it's oh oh it's over, it doesn't do it, it, I understand it. They're lying to you. So you should be thinking about this a lot if you if you're a Christian, if you're a Catholic, if you believe. Um, and if you don't, then read it, see what you think, and maybe accept it as true. See what see what happens. Maybe it'll help you. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I think I think I've I think I've uh, kicked that that horse as much as I, I could. Um, if I have any anything else to think about, I'll tell you with respect to this idea. But now for the next idea. So, what does it mean that Jesus Christ is the bread of life and the blood? Uh, I was thinking for a little bit about the nature of the universe. And I think Roger Penrose's conformal cyclic cosmology is a very interesting, uh, very, very interesting um, idea. And uh, I think, I don't know, I, I, I don't really see any reason why it, it can't be true. Because from my understanding, the universe will eventually decay into light. And if the universe decays into light, which I think it should, like, even if protons don't decay, gravity uh, has a, um, what do you call it? Gravity's range is infinite, right? So even if there are only two protons in the universe and they're going in different directions, they will exert a gravitational force on each other, and that force will eventually cause them to move and accelerate towards each other. And let's say space, well, but then again, space is expanding infinitely. Well, maybe, well, anyway. So I think it would work regardless. Um, okay. So let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say protons don't decay and they can go towards each other. And let's say they can reach each other. Um, and that means that they, that they'd, uh, what do you call it? Protons would end up coalescing to black holes, which would end up, um, uh, what would you call it? Uh, decaying into Hawking radiation, which is light and light and I guess other particles maybe, but, um, everything would end up decaying into radiation and light and blah, 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 blah. maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a, I've studied a little bit of quantum physics, but I'm not an expert. Uh, let's say, let's say protons do decay. Don't decay. Don't, or yeah, wait, do decay but space is infinitely expanding as well. And um, space is infinitely expanding. And uh, uh, two protons won't meet each other. And I think this, this theory might still work, perhaps. Um, or maybe that's the big rip. I'm not sure. But I think the big rip and Penrose's theorem probably are converged somehow. Um, but anyway, if, if, if the universe decays into light... Well, okay, well, ah. Maybe, maybe not. Actually, nah, no, they they are they are different. Never mind. Let's just let's just talk about Penrose's theorem. So Penrose, and by the way, this is just rambling because I'm tri- the way I think. Uh, if you if you 
well, I don't know. I, I think the Myers-Briggs personality indicator, the, the, the psychology behind that, it's not just a, oh, it's a quirky online test. There's like a, it's like a, there's literature on it. I've read the literature and there's a, there's more depth than you'd think. Um, but one of the aspects of it is, is, is methods of kind of thinking or, or coming up with ideas. Um, and there's two methods. There's introverted intuition and extroverted intuition. Introverted intuition means that in your mind you can come up with ideas and then they just work. Extroverted intuition is, uh, is where you have to talk out things and then the ideas will spontaneously come about through you piecing them together through the verbal part of your brain, right? Um, extroverted intuition, intuition. And I'm extroverted intuition, so most of the ideas I come up with I come up with just rambling. So, here we are. Shit, where were we? Uh, oh yeah, Roger Penrose's theory of conformal cyclic cosmology. So, everything, assuming everything decays into light, uh, <clears throat> one of the properties of light is that, or things going at light speed, is that length becomes infinitely small. It's called length contraction. And uh, time relative to, uh, wait, yeah, time relative to it, to the outside observer going at, uh, relative time, yeah, going to the, out, from the, uh, excuse me, outside observer going at zero or whatever, some finite velocity will be, I think, zero, I think, I think it'll go infinitely slow, so, um, Space and time mean nothing to light. A light travels born and dies in an instant. So basically time, space don't mean anything. Which means that uh, according to Roger Penrose's theorem is that uh, given space and time become a... Uh, and there's no mass either. So space, time, mass no longer... Uh, have any value, have any meaning, um, the universe will simply, uh, undergo a, uh, how would you say it, a, um, not a transform, a, uh, maybe it is a transform, um, we'll, 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 we'll go under a transformation into a, or, well, well, eh, anyway, uh, point, the point is that that those conditions, the, the uh, singularity conditions of a complete light universe where everything is light and there's, no, uh, there's nothing else, um, the singularity of those conditions is exactly modeled by uh, what the Big Bang is, is supposed to, uh, to look like, right? So, um, what's the point here? Singularity. Oh yeah. So so uh, Roger Penrose's theorem is that that since the two are identical, that means that the end of the universe, as it decays into light, is the beginning, the Big Bang of a new universe, right? An, a universe with zero time, zero uh, zero length, infinitely tiny, high energy, like point. Will, is is what the Big Bang is and is what the end of the universe is given everything decays into light 
Um, so what's the point here? Oh, the point is, I was thinking about this. And I talked with my friend Adam about this. Um, if if that's the case, what does that mean for Christianity? If if there's if the universe is 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 is, uh, is cyclic, um, and I thought, you know what? What what does it also mean to go to heaven? What is that? People say, oh, it's just you, you have fun, you have fun. It's just paradise. It's like, okay, who who fucking cares? You could say that. Like, what is the what philosophically does it mean to live for eternity? The only way that I think you can truly know God, which is infinite, is to exp- to touch infinity yourself, to experience infinity experience eternity in the way that that's done I, I will I will say through the concept of heaven is by living infinitely and then reaching that point and I think at that point where you reach infinity yourself potentially maybe you yourself merge with God you're not God but you're merging with him and everyone kind of becomes God um and the thought could be potentially that that this could potentially happen. All of this could happen. Let's 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 bring it back to how reality works during um, you know during the, the the end of the universe. You know, the end of the universe, time hits infinity. So there would be time for this to happen at the end of the universe, um, and and. The idea could be like every every living every being uh, turns into God, and now the new universe is formed, and the old beings of the last universe maybe maybe they become merged with the God of the new universe, and so on and so forth ad infinitum. Um, maybe maybe that's how it is. Maybe that's how it is. Who knows? But I don't see that that I don't see that con- contradicting Christianity, not necessarily. Um, next point is well, okay, let's get okay. The, the the point I'm trying to analyze here isn't isn't Penrose's theorem or isn't this. It's the next point. What is bread, and what? is wine and why did Jesus decide that those are the things that will represent him Jesus being God Jesus being the way the truth and the life how did Jesus decide and why did he decide that that's what he's going to be now this part I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be heretical or anything like that. I'm just exploring this. So bear with me if I say anything that sounds a little off or bad, okay? <clears throat> Bread is a thing made by people. Made by an intelligent entity. It's not something natural. It's not something that just forms abiotically. It's not a, it's not, or no, well, or biotically, but it's formed via consciousness. It's not formed by something else, right? Something conscious 
made bread? How was bread made? You have a bunch of abiotic, or no, they are, you have a bunch of different ingredients, right? You have flour, you have water, I believe the final ingredient or necessary for bread is yeast, right? Now what is yeast? And I think this is very important. What is yeast? Yeast is a bunch of microbes, right? Bunch of little, uh, was it, is it bacteria or something, or is it like some sort of, anyway, it's either microbes or fungus or whatever it is, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but some sort of living entity, living organism, right, bunch of small living organisms, so a bunch of small living organisms go into flour, go into water, experience a bunch of heat, right, and turn into bread, something useful, something functional, something edible. So if Jesus is bread, right? He is a thing created by a conscious creator. Maybe. From the maybe components of abiotic components right plus um, plus organisms you know life these little organisms that forms something greater than all all of the ingredients you know that also sustains the creator you know himself so Let's just get a little. Let's get a little. Uh, let's get a little um, uh, psychoanalytical here. So, uh, a potential interpretation of that is God, the Creator, made the way, the truth, and the life, or Jesus, or the, or yeah, that through. The, uh, I guess through, through the, like, through the people of the, well, actually, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you take flour and water, I, I don't think, well, you have unleavened bread, but, oh shoot, wait, mm, hmm, uh, okay, that's, uh, that's an interesting, never mind. Well, we'll go into that later maybe, but you take, you take, uh, in order to make like full bread, you need to have yeast, you know, you need to have, um. Well, yeast in this in this scenario, given given my my idea of Penrose's conformal cyclic cosmology, plus this idea, potentially the like the entities of the last universe merging with God, maybe that is where truth comes from. You know, you have and 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 and, and in in this example, maybe the population of the universe is like yeast. You know, yeast is like the people of the last universe being added into the abiotic mass, you know, the, or, or, or just the, the, the raw ingredients, you know, flour and water is our universe, you know, the flour and water, which is the planet, which is the universe, which is everything in our universe, plus us, you know, plus the living entities experience, you know, heat or a crucible or a struggle, you know, of some sort. 
and form Christ, which is the way, the truth, and the life, you know? So human beings experience reality and a crucible, you know, a, a, a something, something that, 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 you know, heat, some pressure, something, um, something difficult maybe and, and form into something better than, than all, all the components. Maybe that's the idea. Maybe that's the idea. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe that it doesn't even need to apply to conformal cyclic cosmology. Maybe that's not, uh, Maybe that's not referencing that. Who knows? Maybe it's just referencing the fact that Christ, um, like in order to become like Christ, you know, you need to experience reality like that. And, you know, maybe it works both ways. Maybe, like, because necessarily by experiencing, like, by us, the yeast of the world, experiencing experiencing the world with the, the trials and tribulations of it, we will become closer to Christ if we believe, you know, and, 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 and necessarily, if you look at this metaphysically, going to heaven, experiencing infinity, like an infinite level of, of this stuff, you know, will, will, will within this, maybe this potential thought experiment is, uh, is, 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 is achieving like true divinity, not just being like Christ, but being like one with God. Now, the other one is the blood of Christ, right? blood of Christ. Bread and the blood. So the blood, let's look at how wine is created, right? You have grapes. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Um, from my understanding of it, and this is kind of butchered or whatever, get grapes. You take the grapes, you squash the grapes, you get the grape juice, you put that into a barrel, and I think you also add some yeast to this or something like that. Um, or maybe if, even if you don't, like there's still the microorganisms cause the wine to degrade, but anyway, the microorganisms within this grape juice um, break it down, break down the grape juice over long a long amount of time, and uh, they excrete uh, alcohol as a result. So, and I think I don't know, I think I think they might die afterwards. I don't know what happens, but. Um, Given, given the raw material of grape juice, you know, and given, given the microorganisms within it and sufficient time, it becomes something greater than the, than the constitu constituent parts, right? <clears throat> and this is all, also created by a creator, right? So you have a conscious creator putting all this stuff together and then it turns into this. So this could also be be kind of a a a, uh, a reference to both the conformal cyclic cosmology idea and uh, just maybe maybe just Christ or the Christian view of, of of us ourselves, you know, the the yeast, the microorganisms within the wine are us, right? Bunch of living creatures within the wine. <clears throat> take take reality, take it, you know create something better with with the reality that we have and become you know Christ become God become one with God you know um, 
and the the, 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 the element that's different between these two processes, because it's the same thing, right? The same thing. You have microorganisms that do the work and become something greater, right? People do the work within material reality and do and become something greater, right? But the difference between the two is heat and time. Heat being like, let's say, the, the, <clears throat> the addition of energy or, or something maybe unpleasant or uncomfortable or something that'll be transformative, you know, a transformative kick of some sort, you know, heating up versus, and time, you know. I think that this might very well like be a pretty big explanation for Christianity if it's if big if true, um, because well, it tells you how to uh, how to become you know one with God. You gotta go through the the struggles. You gotta take up the cross. You gotta withstand the heat of 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 the process of life. You know, and then you also need to experience the time of this the 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 wisdom that comes from time from experience from 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 yeah you know time and experience both on uh both in life you know and maybe maybe in in you know heaven you probably experience like the heat of of you know of existence continued but you also experience like infinite time and both of those will lead you to become one with Christ and one with God. And I think that, potentially, could be an ex- a pretty interesting explanation of what, um, what, uh, what, uh, uh, Christianity, something with Christianity, um, be something that I have not heard anyone else talk about with regard to Christianity. And it could be something that is a pretty interesting explanation. Give it all of the things that I laid out. I don't know. Don't call me a heretic though. I'm trying to I'm trying to find this out. You should be thinking this is one issue with with uh, the Catholic well, maybe not the Catholic church, but Christianity in general. One second. Christianity in general needs to take the principles of the Bible far more seriously. Cuz r- right now I don't know. I think Christians they 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 take it as like okay, it's spiritual. It's a spiritual truth, and they just leave it at that. But the way that the Bible should be read is, um, by saying okay, this is really really true. Now what? And you need to be looking at this like a scientist. Like if you look at engine, if you look at like most sciences and math, I think too. <clears throat> but they all have a very few set of select principles like for example let's look at uh let's look at physics physics 1 right you have the empirical you have the equations of motion right you have uh momentum you have energy equations um what else and i guess you have more equations of motion given like uh excuse me rotational motion and such but at the end of the day you have some very simple simple principles 
right? And you were able to, you're able to develop an entire interesting set of models, ideas, predictions, predictions, that's the big one, from a set of very, very simple principles. If you truly believe in Christianity, I think you need, you have an obligation to, to do the same thing, apply the same scientific method and scientific kind of like expansion of, of the, the, these simple principles and turn them into something more interesting, something greater, right? Um, hold on, let's just think here. Like, you should be, like, saying, okay, well, given these principles behind Christianity, what next? What now? Okay. Well, what, what, what else can we learn from this? You know, it's not just, oh, Christianity is true, now, now, now I'll forget about it. It's okay. Here, here are the principles of Christianity. Now let's apply a scientific lens to it. Now let's apply, like, okay, what can we predict from this? Okay, now let's see, like given this in light of that, what, what can we predict? And you shouldn't be, I think people are too scared to do that because they don't want to be labeled as, oh, he's a heretic. Oh, he, he, uh, he's, he's contradicting the Bible. It's like, you should be faithful to it. You should also kind of see what are the, the outer limits of what it means, you know? And I don't, and that's not a bad thing to do at all. I think more Christians definitely need to do this because it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of, uh, it's disappointing. It's disappointing if you don't kind of, if you, if you, if, I don't know, it's disappointing because like you're not really seeing what the full breadth of what, 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 uh, the text can, uh, can provide you and, and what the faith can provide you, you know? Um, but yeah, <clears throat> especially revelations, you need to like people who read revelations, but don't apply like an actual fil- futuristic kind of like lens of viewing it and not, and aren't trying to like figure out, okay, what, what is this, what would this actually look like? They're like losing out huge. Like there, there isn't just one way to interpret it, but like if you don't look at it, if you don't at least kind of like explore that lens, you're you're missing out probably a lot of like very important stuff from that. Um, I don't know. People who, who get upset when other people use that lens are, are that's even worse, I think. It's like, I don't know. Anyway, that's my point. Let me know if... Uh, let me know if you agree or disagree. Like, like, and subscribe if you disagree, if you agree. And then report and kill if you disagree. I was, uh, I was just reflecting back on that, uh, that, that, uh, what was it, like, a few hours ago when that, um, highway patrol officer pulled over that guy for, uh, well... He literally, the guy was literally just trying to pass the highway patrol officer, and then like five, five, no, no, I think it was like 15 to 30 seconds later, the guy puts on his lights and pulls him over. Like, he wasn't even going that fast. And, and the, 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 the funny part is, like, you just had, or, is, is you had like a, a huge line of cars, like, probably like 20 cars just behind this one officer. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was annoying. Um, but my point, my point is, I don't know how uh, highway patrol officers and just, I guess, like people who enforced like really stupid laws, like people in the ATF, IRS, like 
how how low do you have to get to decide to decide that that's oh yeah this is going to be my career like like who decides to be an, a highway patrol officer like i'm sure yeah great they they do some they do some other stuff i'm sure i i don't know what it is but i guess i i'm assuming it's it's probably mainly like uh enforcing traffic laws on the highway but like i don't know like it what type of person is like oh yeah I, this this is it this is this is what i'm going to be doing with my life like jeez dude who i don't know that's just it's kind of infuriating to see you know it's like oh yeah you're you're going 5 miles per hour over the speed limit let's just pull you over i don't know there's something if if i don't know if you're willing to do that <clears throat> Without having, like, I don't know, without being forced to or without, like, uh, like, or I don't know. Uh, that's just, that's just, I don't know. That's just not a, not a, not a good look, honestly. You're not in the, uh, you're not in the squad. You're not in my squad if you're a highway patrol officer. If you're, uh, if that's your main job, if, if you were like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I don't know. You're, uh. You're not you're not one of the homies. If you're in the IRS, you're not one of the homies. If you're uh if you're in the ATF, you're you're definitely not one of the homies. Anyway, that's my point. But yeah, that was sad. I don't I don't I don't like it when people get pulled over by uh highway patrol. But that said, it was a somewhat funny situation. Cause I could see it, I could see it happening. Cause like there was a there was a line of cars that was going very slow, and this guy was like, "Oh, you know what? Wow!" Uh, like he 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 like passed in front. He was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna now's my chance to get in front of everybody." There's a hole that opened up. Here we go, and he started accelerating to the front, and then he realized, "Uh oh, that guy's a uh, highway patrol officer." So he slowed down, but he still went in front, and then. Oh man, it was just uh, unfortunate. That's why you need good situational awareness. I almost did that, but then I realized, oh shoot, well, there's a reason why everyone's uh, going so slow. Let me look at the first car. I saw it was a highway patrol officer. I was like, oh, okay. You can tell uh, that this has been a very long car drive, um, given given by the fact that I spent almost five minutes. Uh, rambling on about uh, <clears throat> traffic traffic gossip traffic shenanigans yep. traffic logistics stories that's uh yeah it's been a uh, it's been like 14 hours I'm uh I'm, I'm very tired I got a full 8 hours of sleep but I'm very tired actually there, there's a there's a story excuse me I uh I traveled to and from Boulder many times over the last uh, four years. Um, and I think each time I was very anxious or no, it wasn't anxious. I was very excited to go. And each time I got like zero s- sleep or like, 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 let's say between four and one and four hours of sleep, uh, before I went on these large road trips. And, uh, 
they always they always worked out out fine without a hitch. Um, yeah, I, I will I will definitely say though I re I highly recommend getting a full night's sleep uh, before a road trip because I'm uh, I'm feeling a lot better than the, my previous ones, and uh, I don't know, it's passed a lot faster too. Only issue, only issue, and this is a, this is a big one. Every road trip I've been on, the last three hours are excruciating. The first like the first like nine to eleven hours are great. And the last last three hours are just like just like nails on chalkboard, eyes bleeding. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. All right. I don't. I don't. I have no idea what the visuals are that I'm going to be doing for this. If if anything, I don't know. Maybe this is just a podcast. Who knows? Who knows? What if? Uh, I wonder what the visuals would be. It's just a, uh, what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking for this is uh, I'm just going to do like a dancing cow or something. Maybe that's one of the visuals, or or maybe I just like. Maybe I just have like a, what are they called? Uh, I make like a waveform of a, like a vi I visualize an audio waveform and then just make that like oscillate and that's the, that's the picture. Or maybe, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, those, those are, those are my two ideas. If you have any ideas, leave a comment so I, I know how to, what to do for this video. Go back in time, come get into my car, and then tell me, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll consider it. Oh, by the way, it is uh, 5.31, May 13th, 2022, uh, the middle of California. I think I might be in the, a, a town called The Baker right now. I don't really see a sign, but I believe that's the closest town. Either Baker or Barstow. Um, Actually, I'm all, I'm 30 minutes away from the nearest Costco. Uh, so if you're a time traveler, come here. Okay, I've waited a sufficiently long amount of time, I think. So that means either two things or three things. Either means either one, time travel isn't possible. Two, time travel is possible, but no one watched this and no one cared or yeah no one watched this number three time travel is possible and someone watched it but no one, but they didn't care enough to time travel back or uh number four time travel works but uh humanity or or the universe ended before anyone could find out yeah i don't think anyone's coming by the way, if you're a time traveler and you're listening to this, uh, get get me a yerba mate while you're at it, please. <coughs> hey, Dorothy. It is currently May 18th, 2022 at 3.23 p.m. Cindy and Julie, I just had sex. Oh, my gosh. She was so drunk. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have seen, like, they like had, like, Three, four locos. They were off the chain, man. Oh my gosh. 
You know, Cindy, Cindy, Cindy's such a slut. Oh my gosh, she's so, she's wearing that crop top. Oh my gosh, she got a gosh. You know, Brad's gonna be so upset. <laughs> Brad's gonna be so upset. Cindy and Julie, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yo, bro, that's going totally crazy, man. Wow. Yo, dude, like, bro, I had a shotgun, like, 12 beers last night, bro. Like, crazy, dude. Crazy, dude, bro. Like, like, bro, me and, me and, uh, <coughs> me and, me and Nasty hooked up, bro. Like, dude, dude, she has that name for a reason, bro. Like, oh my gosh, dude. I know she's like a 3 out of 10, but like, still, I smashed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, catch you later, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking another two years in college. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I'm, I'm communications right now. Um, but, but yeah, probably gonna go un undecided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My counselor said I can graduate undecided, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna go to class though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll bring, bring Kegger, man, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the date is May 18th, 2022. At 3:25 p.m. Currently, I'm sitting on USC campus, uh, making snarky remarks about different college archetypes, and I'm also going to be making a comic or something like that. Um, yeah, I wonder if stand-up comedy is my thing. Probably isn't, honestly. I don't think the stuff that I do is uh, conducive to a big audience. But anyway, there are two, two, two little birds that are mating right here. That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. I've, I don't think I've seen birds like that in a long time. I don't know what type of birds they are. They're hopping around each other. Dang, they're cute. You know what would be funny? If over this entire... Oh man, no, no, it would be really funny if over this monologue, you just put like the most disturbing, like, like droning music, like that you'd hear in a horror movie where like a character is like slowly going crazy. Like, that'd be, that'd be really funny. So if you, if you're, if you're hearing this 50 years in the future, please do that. It would be funny. Or maybe it's been overused. Who knows? I think it would probably, it's probably overused, but um, yeah, the birds are still going at it. You know bees produce milk? I just told Drake about my idea. Drake, what do you have to say about this idea? Don't ever speak to me ever again. Drake hates me. I don't have any more ideas, even though I want to talk. Um, so I'll probably sign off. Uh, yeah. I hope this uh, this thing hasn't gone on too long. But... If it has, then, uh, <clears throat> please don't leave me. <laughs> I don't want to need you so much. Please don't leave. May 20th, 2022. <clears throat> I'm watching The Breakfast Club. And I think on any modern viewing with the uh, with a, a, the perspective that we have in the current year, <clears throat> it should be very clear that uh, <laughs> the Breakfast Club is a is a film about 
uh, several teenagers, was it five teenagers with autism, uh, who are all in detention. <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, the, 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 the point of the film is to show, uh, how the power of, uh, of, I guess, of the friendship that autistic people can, uh, can form with each other. So it's, uh, it's nice. It's really heartwarming. You love to see it. Anyway, if you, if you're offended by any of this, uh, I'm friends with far more autistic people than you are. And you probably hate autistic people if you're offended at this. So, um, <clears throat> you should put your nuts in a vice and then clamp down until the two pieces of metal, uh, touch each other. I don't know about you, but I feel like this is a good place to stop and reflect on where we are right now with this little audio recording experiment you and I have shared um yeah well, all I gotta say is that it's been a pleasure speaking with you over these uh these minutes or hours and I hope that you give my content another whirl again in the future And if you didn't like this, and you thought it was a waste of time, which I highly doubt since you made it to the end, um, then please, please let me know, and let me know why. Additionally, um, <clears throat> if there were anything, if there was anything that I could improve in future iterations of this or anything else that I have. Please don't hesitate to give me your constructive criticism at goosenov at uninstagram.com or, or um, by email at quantumsnov at gmail.com. But yes, thank you for your time. And I hope to uh, have another one-sided discussion with you again in the future.